Welcome to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Driuso, performer and creator by nature, voice specialist and leadership coach by day. And I work with entrepreneurs all over the world to help them unleash their voice and step into the leader that they were destined to be. This podcast is an unfiltered look at what it takes to truly own who you are as a leader, unleash your voice, and get your message to the masses. Are you ready to turn up the volume on your dreams, your desires, and your income? Sweet. Let's get started. What is up, you guys? And welcome to today's episode of the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I have a very special guest for you guys today. We are talking to Yitz Goldberg. He is halfway across the world and he made time to be on this podcast and I'm so excited to share his work and his message with you guys. We had such an incredible conversation about the masks we wear every moment of our lives and really what that means for us in business, what that means for us in life. Yitz is a coach and a social worker. He has over six years of experience from helping people with a variety of backgrounds to build inner game and authentic self-esteem. It's incredible. He's not only a social worker, y'all, but he is also a coach and he's so incredible. And he has worked in organizations, rehabs, mental health centers, And he also works with top performers like yourself, if you're listening to this podcast, who are truly committed to putting in the work and taking their inner game to the next level. Yitz, as well as myself, loves digging deep. We are really both devoted to creating a deep inner change within people. And that's what made this interview so, so incredible. So without further ado, we got Yitz Goldberg on the podcast. I hope you love it, you guys. Okay. Hello. Hello. And welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. So for those of us who do not know you, please give us a little bit of a background of who you are, what you do, and what you're so incredibly passionate about teaching. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm just a normal homo sapien doing his thing, same like we all are. Um, but for those who don't know me, I am Yitz Goldberg. I am a coach and a social worker, and I help people take off masks. I help people raise their levels of self-esteem, and I help people dig deep. That's what I do also as a social worker and, and also as a coach. Uh, this goes back, uh, I guess, to our, my story, to my childhood. Uh, at the age of 12, my dad was killed in a terrorist attack, uh, which kind of forced me to to stand up to a role, and and that was kind of bigger for a child, kind of heavier for my age, and I needed to be the role model for my brothers and sisters, and very often help my mom out. Um, And this is me just wanting to be a kid like every other 12 year old. And I needed to put on a mask of an adult, of someone who's responsible, of someone who has everything under control and someone who's strong and nothing could break them. Now, this is all happening uh, well. I am dropping out of school in seventh grade, not really fitting in, hanging out with the wrong people, 
So I'm like having these two lives going. On one hand, I'm falling apart. On the other hand, I am pushing forward and kind of keeping everything under control. At a, at a certain point, I, the right people came into my life and, and started helping me. So I got back, back on track at the age of like 17. I started uh, getting back on track. And, and little by little, when I started to do the work of digging deep, I realized that I built so many masks on top of me that is that I'm really not being who I am. Now, this is not something that I knew, obviously, back then. It's something that I could only see looking back now. But for me, one of the biggest masks to take off is being that person who is under control, that person who, has, who could do anything, uh, that person who is strong, and that person that everyone could rely on. Uh, that is a role that I kind of recreated in every key relationship in my life, in my personal relationships, with, in my work relationships, with friends. There was always that gap of me kind of standing up to that role. Um, and, and it was interesting because for me to do, every time I did like deep inner work, it, it relieved me from so much pain and so much struggling that I, I'm, I really enjoy digging deep. I really enjoy kind of expanding my awareness. I really enjoy taking off masks and, and showing up. At the same time, I struggle doing all that. Like it's kind of this place that I'm very ambivalent about. Um, on top of that, so I became a, a social worker and a coach and, and also that connects to that place where I help other people, where I'm the strong one and I can help people who are weak. And, and it's really like, I really created that pattern in my life. I really lived that mask with every single relationship. And in the past few years, I, I've been really on a, on a journey of letting go of that, of letting go of that role. Doesn't mean there are places I don't do that. In my coaching, I do that. In, in working as a social worker, helping go help, I do that. In therapy sessions, I do that. But at least now I do have a choice of do I want to be in this role right now or do I want to be just the normal idiots who lives his life? And to be honest, even with this interview right now, I needed to kind of step into my professional hat and, and step away from uh, the vulnerable, struggling idiots uh, who's been going through things in the past few weeks. And, and it's all about like knowing, okay, right now I need to put on this mask. And by choosing to put on this mask, it kind of even takes off the element of a mask because we are a lot of things, right? I'm allowed to be a professional and yet still be a struggling uh, human being. So that's my story. And, and I'm at the same time, I'm really enthusiastic uh, uh, about life. I love reading books about space and science and where humans are going and I love meeting new people and playing and being foolish and being stupid and having fun and I like to bring all of this together because I think we do all of this inner work to eventually reach this place where we're just grateful and, and enjoying life and being playful and not really so much attention to things that don't need the attention and learning to give the attention to things that do need the attention. So that's my story, that's my work, that's what I do. And I, I, live, I live this work also on myself and also helping other people reach these uh, same understandings, expanding their awareness, but at the same, the same time, helping them 
be more playful, have higher self-esteem, have stronger and more authentic inner game. Mm, I love that so much. And I love how you talked about just like going through shit because I feel like we all have moments where we go through things and, and from the outside, it can look like we have it all together. But like my motto in life is that no one, everyone's just winging it. Like no one really knows what they're doing. So it's okay. It's okay to be a human being. And I love that you said um, about really being aware of the mask that you put on kind of takes away the fact that you're putting on a mask. And I love that so much because it's so true. When you feel like you have to put on a mask because it's not safe, to just show up authentically, that's where you almost try to, I call it like projecting your energy out. I call it like Dragon Ball Z and your energy out, like trying to disconnect your energy from yourself and try to put it outside yourself. But even the fact where you're saying like, Hey, I'm showing up vulnerably and I'm putting on this mask. It's not necessarily like you're putting on this mask and now you're a whole different person. Like you're still showing up so authentically, but you're saying, Hey, I had to access this different part of myself, which I think is like totally separate than putting on the mask. It's like this idea of, I have to access this part of myself. That's like, I'm getting interviewed right now. It's not the same part of who you are when you're with your family, or it's not the same part of who you are when you're, I don't know, out with your friends that you knew like years back, it's a different part of who you are, but it's accessing that as opposed to like, trying to take something outside yourself and make it a part of who you yeah. are. Yeah. And, and I think what fascinates me so much about masks or, or in general, this whole topic is that first of all, we're allowed to put on masks. Mm-hmm. We do that all the time, right? Again, in this interview, you're this professional person yeah. and then you go play with your dog and you, I don't know, clean up his poop and, and play around with him on the floor. You go meet with friends and you maybe drink a little and, and become a little foolish so, so we have masks that we put on in different areas next to different people. Mm-hmm. The struggle is when you're not in control of those masks, when you mm-hmm. put on a mask and it, and it controls you, when you're not yeah. even aware of that mask. So we, we have masks. We're allowed to put on masks. And uh, your mask becomes a mature mask when you're aware of it and you're aware that, okay, I don't feel comfortable next to this person. Mm-hmm. And I rather put on this mask right now. And that is the authentic you at that specific moment, right? It could be that eventually you'll decide you'll, you'll feel strong enough and confident enough to not put on that mask. But right now that's who you are, right? That's the place you're at. That's the fear you're feeling. That's the vulnerability that you're experiencing. And it's okay to put on a mask. And, and, mm-hmm. and it's, and I think, I think when we talk about, uh, taking off an authentic mask because it could kind of make people feel bad for wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And, and there's no reason for that because we wear masks. It's okay to wear masks. The only, the work that I kind of push towards is to help people become more aware of that and then allow them the choice. Do they want to keep it? Is it helping them? Is it help? Is it serving them right now or not? Yeah. And very often these masks don't serve us. Sometimes they do. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, it's being so intentional and I love this and we're having a really great conversation about this. And for anyone who's listening, who's like, what, like, how do you guys work so well and click so well on this topic? It's because we both teach on it from such different perspectives, which is really, really cool. So I talk about masks too, but like in a totally different perspective. And so it's so incredible to have you on the podcast and you talking about it 
from your background is just so amazing. And it's true that like a mask can be a safety mechanism. For me, it's, it feels intentional of being aware when I'm numbing out. And that's one of the things that I found just personally is like, I wore masks for so long because it felt safer to wear the mask than to actually be faced with the fact that I might be misunderstood or that, cause that's like the biggest fear out of all of us is being misunderstood or being un, like unloved or whatever. Right. It's that fear of, Oh, well, if they don't get me, it's safer to wear this mask. And for me, I can be really aware of it now where it feels like numbing out. It feels like, okay, around this person, I, I do not have the emotional capacity to engage with this person, which is okay. And being aware of that, okay, this is a type of person where I feel around them. And sometimes it's in a professional setting and sometimes it's not in a professional setting. And sometimes it's like with the Italians at Christmas dinner for me or something like that, where I'm like, okay, I cannot emotionally engage right now because it feels detrimental to who I am, or it feels like it hurts a little bit, or it feels like, I just don't vibe with this person. So it feels safe to put this mask on, but it's being aware of that and noticing like, okay, right now I'm putting this mask on to numb out because I don't have the emotional capacity for this, this, this. And just being aware of that. So you know also who you do love being around. So you're not just numbing out all the time. You're so intentional with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay to put on masks. It's okay even to put on masks that don't serve us. Uh, my, uh, there's, I, I interviewed uh, a month ago, two months ago, a brilliant coach and therapist called Jerry Wise. And right. he, he mentioned there that it's, there, there's a lot of times on this journey, okay, this, this journey of, of inner game and self-esteem and taking off masks, it's such a slow journey. Mm-hmm. The change is in the subtle, the, the, the really small, subtle things. Okay, and it's not something you just wake up one morning and be like, yo, today, no masks, right? It's a yeah. lot of digging. It's a lot of inner work. And it's a lot of small realizations of, oh, crap, right now, I just, I just acted uh, inauthentically. Yeah. And he says that when you're on that journey, it's okay to accept that you're not ready right now to let go of that mask. Or it's okay to accept that right now you're not ready to let go of this motion. Right. And mm-hmm. and the second you do that, it and again, it helps you kind of choose whether you want to put on this mask or not, because I think for a lot of top performers and this is and this is something that I see a lot with top performers that the second they have a switch in their head, okay, the second they realize something, they can't go back to the to their old kind of place and they can't they won't uh, forgive themselves if they take the process a little slower, right? They'll push forward, they'll... Oh, yeah. They'll kind of just like, <laughs> I can do this. And, like, and just suck often, it up. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. like, let's just do and, it. Yeah. Yep. And very often, that is a mask, right? That was the mask that I was wearing. And very often, I still put on... Uh, oh, yeah. And, like, subconsciously, I still put it on. Of, of thinking that I could... That I had everything under control. Sometimes, I don't. And sometimes... It's okay to accept that. And sometimes it's okay to stay with the mask just because you're not ready uh, taking it off. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it's so funny because 
one of the things that I preach and teach and live, and I have to remind myself of daily, (laughs) even though I preach and teach and live this stuff, is being okay with showing up with depth. Like that's the thing is this mask can be such a, I have my shit together. Like everything's okay. Hustle for it. Like that type of like, no, we don't need sleep. Right. <laughs> like that type of do it scared, like blah, whatever. Um, that 2d mask can feel so easy to put on because you like disengage and emotionally check out. And you're like, I'm going to put this mask on and emotionally check out and pretend like everything that I'm feeling right now is just irrelevant. And I'm just going to do it and do it scared and like whatever, which is accurate to a point, but it's okay to also be like, I'm going to do it scared. And I kind of feel like my life is falling apart. And I kind of feel like crying and throwing up right now. And that's still okay. And I'm still going to show up and I'm still going to like write the content and do the interviews and do the whatever. But I'm going to be aware that everything that I'm feeling right now is okay because it's depth. It creates depth. And no one wants a 2D image of some someone. That's why we're obsessed with Instagram stories. And that's why we're obsessed with Snapchat and these like glimpses behind the scenes of people's lives is because you see someone in a different flavor, in a different light. And it's fascinating. Like, have you ever watched videos of some, like you watch a celebrity or whatever, or someone in your life and you see them in a moment where they're not aware that people can see them. And you're just like, it's fascinating. I do this in the doctor's office or when I'm waiting for appointments, I just watch people because it's fascinating when people don't think that people can see them and they're actually like, they let all the barriers down and they're just a human being. And that is the most fascinating thing is to just be a human being. Yeah. So I have something to say about that. Yeah, about, please do. Uh, how, how social media is kind of taking us, uh, is allowing us to, to kind of see that spot. Mm-hmm. But before that, I want to say about, you mentioned how uh, we, we, we put on a mask of hustle and I could go through this. Yep. Yes. And I think, I think that very often we don't realize that we're wearing a mask, right? And we just believe that that's the right thing. And that's where the work of digging and understanding and questioning your your actions and your behaviors, uh, that's where it comes in, right? Because I never looked at my life and, and said, okay, me helping other people is a mask. I never, I never saw it as that. I never saw me wearing, uh, being this professional person who understands all these things as a, as a mask. Yep. But, mm-hmm. but the more you allow yourself to question, the more you dig, the more you listen to yourself, you listen to the inner dynamics, the inner thoughts, the thoughts that you kind of push away, you know, those thoughts that you find yourself very often pushing away. Um, or it, the more you do that digging, the more you, you allow yourself to, to experience those masks. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and a mature person, or we, we, we reach our, I guess, our inner game maturity when we become aware, really, of these places and we could choose. We could choose, do I want to hustle right now or not? Or do I want to hustle, and as you said, and still feel like I want to cry? Yeah. So that's, that's where maturity comes in. That's where your inner game is really challenged. That's where your self-esteem really shows up. When, mm-hmm. when you say someone has high self-esteem, it's not someone who could hustle. No. Someone who could hustle, that's, that's just something you could practice, you could fake, you could show the world one thing and, and feel something totally different. Real self-esteem is when 
you could show up as you are, where you could choose, do I want to work hard right now or not? Mm-hmm. Am I willing to do what's right for me? And is hustling good for me right now? So that's uh, that's just to close up that theme about... Uh, I love that. Self-trust. Yeah, I love that so much. Yes. And, and I will go back to the social media. Uh, I'm excited about this. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes, yes. Tell me your thoughts. <laughs> so, so social media, first of all, it really does show us the behind the scenes. And, and I personally love Instagram stories for that reason. Mm-hmm. And I find myself going into Instagram stories a lot more than scrolling down the regular posts. Yes, same. Uh, because of that. Because it's very cool to see someone that I like, someone that I love, or someone that I admire. Uh, I like seeing what they do in their free time. And it's even even knowing that they kind of manipulate the thing and make mm-hmm. it look better. I still enjoy it, right? Because then I, I kind of see their creative side coming out, and, and I appreciate that. Totally. At the same time, it's it's important to remember that obviously that's not their real reality. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and, and for me, uh, there was a, there was a very long time where I tried using Instagram stories to kind of show my real state. And at a certain point I, I just gave up because it's not possible. Mm-hmm. It's not possible to take every single emotion that pos- that passes through my body and present it to the world. Yes. And I think people need to work a lot more in understanding that there's a gap between what's presented than to really put themselves out there. Because I, I, I don't think it's really possible. Obviously, if you could share something, if you could share an idea that someone could benefit from, go ahead. If you're going through something and you feel comfortable sharing it, you could do it. Um, but it's just this social media is kind of really challenging us, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's on one hand... Um, it's a tool that's helping us show more of who we are. And as we know with guns and as any other thing and any other tool, we could use it for good and, and we could use it for bad. I personally love social media and technology and where the world is going. So it fascinates me. I, I become this little kid and uh, I just get super excited. So. Yeah. That's so cool. I'm so obsessed with something right now that I've just been like pondering and I haven't really talked about yet because, well, as openly, like obviously I've talked about it with like people who I talk to a lot and like science and all that stuff, but really been open about it because I would, and I would love your opinion on this because it's, I feel like it's still a half formed thought, but I was searching through, well, not searching through, like sifting through Instagram stories the other day. And I just had this thought, like, yeah, being aware that this is a snapshot of their life. Like, it's a snapshot of a moment that they've edited, that they've filtered, that has been, like, whatever, and that they have chosen to upload. And just a reminder, even when I'm with my friends, because I feel I'm very trigger happy with my social media. Like, I'm like, oh, whatever. I look weird, but that's fine. Post it. Like, or someone takes a really gross photo of me where I'm, like, making a face. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And I always make a joke, like, yeah, make me famous. Like, put it on your Instagram. Like, I don't care. <laughs> But it was just a reminder um, where I was taking pictures of my friends and they're like, oh, don't post it because of this, don't post it because of this. And I'm like, oh yeah, I almost forgot that like social media is a perception of you in this moment. But then I thought about it. I'm like, but so is every single moment that you see someone when you, and I guess it's just me being a lot more gracious with people and a lot more, feeling a lot more humble because I meet someone on the street and I guess it could be someone that you've known for a long time. You haven't seen them in a while and you see them in that one snapshot on that one day. 
And in that one moment of time, in their own personal experience of what they're experiencing right there, and then, and then you talk to them about their life and whatever, but you're still only experience, like you only get to experience snapshot of uh, snapshots of other people's lives in their human experience. Cause even me, there's moments where I, I have such a guilty conscience. It's so funny, but I was having this day that I was running really late and, um, I got out of the car and I was heading into a boxing class and I ran into this girl and I could not remember her name for the life of me or how I knew her, but she's like, Danny. And I'm like, Hey, and I knew that I knew her. And the whole time I'm all number one, stressed out. Cause I'm late for this class. Number two, I'm trying to figure out who she is. Number three, I just like couldn't find parking. So I'm like flustered and I'm like, Oh, hi, are you going to boxing? No. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to go run, but like, it's so good to see you. And of course I go to boxing. I do my own thing and I'm driving home. And of course my guilty conscience, I'm like, Oh my God, I hope that she doesn't think that I'm like a bitch for not like knowing who she was <laughs> Or in that moment of time, maybe I was too rude, like, cause I was flustered. And then I just had a moment of reflection. I'm like, wait a second, every single, like she just saw me in a snapshot in a moment. And I think if we are more, if we use social media to also have that reflection on our lives, it's you stop comparing yourself to people and you stop looking at someone and assuming who they are based on one experience. Cause I was totally the type of person where I'd meet someone and I get a bad vibe from them. And I'm like, Oh, whatever. I don't like that person. Like, I don't want to be friends with that person. But then I think about it. I'm like, well, what if they were just having a bad day? What if that snapshot is not who they were? What if that, what if they just got really terrible news or what if someone cut them off in traffic or what if something happened that made them act from a wounded place in that moment? And I'm using that to identify who they are as a whole, as a person. Anyways, that's my half yeah. thought. And I would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, well, that's, first of all, that's, that's deep because I think that yes. we look at social media from a very, we, we hate on social media a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, we hate on social media. And at the end of the day, the responsibility is ours. The yeah. work is ours. Social media is just there. We use it for good. We use it for bad. It's, it's our choice. And uh, I, I totally agree that social media is putting on a certain mask, right? When I decide yeah. to upload a, a story from the beach, obviously, I'm not at the beach all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, uh, the smile you might see or the food I'm eating is not like my real reality all day long. Yeah. Don't we, ass- isn't it funny how we assume that though? Like I look at people who post on the beach a lot. I'm like, Oh, they're just like always on the beach. And I'm like, wait a second. No, like that was one moment <laughs> in their life. Yeah. But yeah. we totally like, I don't, well, I'm not going to generalize. We do the same thing in real life. Exactly. Like you said, exactly. But it's right? so funny. It's like you're always at the beach. <laughs> this second I'm looking at you. Okay. Yeah. You're interviewing me. You're sitting on your couch. Yeah. I have no idea what your health status is. I don't know what thoughts are going through your, your brain. Ooh. I don't know what emotions you're feeling. Yeah. There's there's so much more to reality that I have no idea about. And yet I just see this uh, I just see you sitting there talking to me, right? Yes. About masks and about social media. And uh, this is the image I have of you. And I think that you're it's it's very hard to remember that there's a much larger reality. Yes. Because we're also focused on like, I have my thoughts. I have my beliefs. I have my existence. I have my own own things. 
you're just a picture in my life. So it's so easy to be like, oh, that's a picture. Like a picture can say a thousand words, whatever. I take a snapshot of you in this moment. And like, yeah, like even like interview and stuff like that. I was going to make a joke, but I was like, yeah, like there could be dead bodies back there. There's not. I was like, that's a bad joke to make on um, podcast because no one can see this. <laughs> but anyways, I'm sitting well, on a couch, guys. Chill. Do you not see the dead body behind me? Yeah, right? That- <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, am I hiding it with my shoulder? But um, it's so funny how, yeah, we just like take a snapshot. We're like, I've assumed everything about this moment, about this person. Yeah. Have and so and again, that's, that's okay. We do that all the time. Yes. And I think the work... Uh, the the kind of deep work that mm-hmm. that we do that we need to do or that we help other people to do is allow them to kind of zoom out of their life for a second mm-hmm. and see a larger picture and the fact that you're able to view social media in such a way even if you don't always remember it yeah. or just sometimes you snap out of it or your ability to see someone in the street and then <clears throat> a few hours later remember hey they're I'm not only this, or they're not only that. It, it requires a certain ability to kind of step back and see a bigger picture. Yeah. And, and stepping back and seeing a bigger picture is something that makes life so much easier because, mm-hmm. uh, it, and, and it's kind of a balance that we need to find between digging deep and going very specific into specific things that are holding us back. But at the same time, understanding we are so irrelevant in this universe. Yes. Like if you zoom out, you are nothing. Like we, we could be wiped out in seconds. Probably, I like saying how uh, if you take evolution and kind of compress it into 24 hours, humans are around for a few seconds. Wow, yeah. Okay, so, so we are so irrelevant in this massive thing and yet we, go, we get so stuck in our problems. Yeah. And, and I, something that, that really helps me is yeah. to remember that when I zoom out of my problems, okay, remember, honoring my problems, listening to my problems, taking care of them, working through them, but at the same time, understanding there's so much more to life. Like understanding that if I get stuck in this problem, if I give it too much attention, I'm, I'm losing out on so many fun, playful things about life. And, and, and sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes it's worth letting go of that playful moment and, and digging deep just to, just to allow yourself kind of to work things through and, and be there because that's where you are. Mm-hmm. But, and, but more often it's worth it to just to zoom out and to see, okay, I have that problem, but, but life is, is so much more than this. Yeah. And life then- is so much more than my masks. Yes. And what is the imprint that I want to put on this world right now? Do I want to put my worry and my pain and my everything? I all like, this is probably bad to say to you, but like, there's so many times in my life where I, I do this probably daily. And I just, if I'm in a really, really like fearful situation or something, there, there was this one time where I was sitting on a boat and we were going from Lombok to the Gili Islands and like right in Bali and the waves are huge. And two of my biggest fears, one of them is tornadoes. Twister, the movie scared me at a very young age. (laughs) Second one, Titanic messed me up. I was like, like one of my biggest fears is getting trapped in the middle of the ocean and no one can find me. Like, thank you Titanic for ruining my life. But, um, like the movie specifically, like where Jack is anyways, 
(laughs) When I was little, it was a huge deal to me. I was like, oh my God, like, is this actually going to happen? I didn't, I don't think I like put two and two together that happened in the past. I was like, is this like, oh God, this could happen to me. Um, which I could, but I was sitting on a boat and the waves were huge to the point where like my butt was coming off the seat and it was like crashing down. And of course I'm losing it. I'm freaking out. I'm so scared. And I just sat there thinking if I died right now in this moment, would I be happy? And it's so funny how, no matter how scared I get, no matter how fearful I feel, no matter how much anxiety I have, even there has been times in my life where I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills if I died right now, would I be happy? And the answer is always yes, because everything is so much bigger than that. It's not like the moment before my, my life, if it flashed before my eyes, I'm not going to be focused on the one moment where I was so scared that I wouldn't be able to pay this bill. What I'm focused on is like the impact and the influence and how I made people feel. And then you start to get nostalgic on the, all the amazing moments in your life. And then you also get to be aware of where you're still holding back. Cause I remember sitting on that boat and I was just like, if I died right now, would I be happy? Yes. And then I had something flash in my head and I was like, but there's these two relationships in my life that I wa- I'm not happy with. And I was like, Whoa, that's interesting that that came up and guys, don't worry. I survived. It wasn't a scary, it was a terrifying situation, most terrifying hour and a half of my life. But like I'm, I'm live. I'm well, I'm here. And I, I've cut those two relationships out of my life and now everything's good. But it's just having that thought of life is so much bigger than your problem right now in this moment. Yeah. But, but at the same time, remembering to honor that problem. Yeah. If you don't, it's it's going to haunt you. Like if exactly. when we don't take, when we don't deal with our problems. It, it, it continues following us around. And, and I think a lot of, a lot of you that are listening right now, if you look at, at the underlying problems that are kind of driving you right now or holding you back or uh, that, that you just find yourself struggling with on a, on a daily on a, and on a very deep level, uh, these are problems that started way back that weren't addressed in time. Okay, They weren't addressed when you were a kid and you experienced them. They didn't get the emotional uh, help that, that they required when these traumas or events were, were happening. Okay? And then these continue and sending out their, uh, their energy and their effect and, and, and everything is just continuing since then, right? And then it shapes us. And so it's very important to remember that with zooming out, it's still important to kind of give that a deep inner look and to dig deep into those places and to give it the attention it needs. Because if not, it's just going to continue controlling you and and following you around without you even knowing. Yeah. And what you resist definitely does persist and it'll come up no matter what. And I love that, like really feeling into that and yeah, clearing that stuff when it does come up. That's so amazing. So if you had a microphone to the world, which you do, which I hope that you do one day, make this go viral, everyone who's listening. (laughs) But if you could leave one message with people, what would it be? Like if you had... A moment in this moment in time, what you're feeling right now, what you're experiencing right now, your human experience, this interview right now, what is one thing that you would want to leave the whole world with? Hmm. And that's a really intense question. Sorry. And the way I asked I it wasn't better. <laughs> it was like yeah. a lot of I don't, I don't want to I don't want to drop just something that I like would say, like just generally. So um Yeah. 
I think it's so cool too, that I get to interview people like just like this on zoom and having conversations and you're like around the, you're like pretty much halfway around the world. Yeah. 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 Pretty much, which is so cool, (laughs) but it's almost like in this moment in time, we're on two different time zones. We're in two different moments of time and space. And I think it's so cool how I get to take a snapshot of your experience right now in this moment and I get to share it. Oh, I just muted myself by accident. <laughs> but anyways, with my audience and I get to share that and what you're processing right now. And I think that's just so cool because even you get to look, maybe listen to this in like three years from now and be like, whoa, I remember that moment or something like that. I yeah. just think it's really cool. Okay. Yeah. It's always fun to look back at these, uh, at these moments. And, and, and the reason that we could have this chat from two different sides of the world is what fascinates me about like, yeah. I want to see where the world is going. Exactly. Where is where are humans going to be in a thousand years? Oh my gosh! That right. Super fascinates me. Yeah. So back back to your uh, question. Yeah, I tried to buy you a little bit of time with my. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this this is for this is for conscious people. Okay. Because I think I a it. lot of people are not at this stage, and mm-hmm. and I I wouldn't necessarily say this to anyone. Um. The first is dig deep mm-hmm. if you're if you see yourself as uh, as someone who's conscious if you believe you're someone who really wants to expand your awareness and and you really want to learn more about yourself in the world dig deep it's a slow process super slow process super uncomfortable um very often uh it's it's full of fog and and not knowing what's happening, not understanding what's happening and where you're going towards and, and what you're going towards or where you're going. But it's so rewarding. It takes off when you understand different connections, when you get a better understanding of what's holding you back, when you learn to let go, be with yourself and and really experience yourself fully. It could be being playful and it could be being sad. Mm-hmm. Then it, it, it's so relieving and it opens up so much more opportunities than hustling and fighting through and, and, and just, you know, doing what everyone today is doing and, and just like trying to, uh, to be faster than, than the person next to them. And I think when you when you dig deep and you allow yourself to go slow and allow yourself to experience and allow yourself to listen to yourself and accept what's coming up without judging it and, and without trying to push it away, then just it, it brings you to a level of maturity and, and it and it ups your inner game, like it skyrockets your inner game for the simple reason that you're allowing yourself to experience your real experience. And uh that's that's my advice to to the conscious people we are talking to. I love that so much. I just had this image pop into my head, which I think is so funny. Um, I used to watch like Looney Tunes when I was growing up a lot. And I'm just like picturing like there's some times where like this big like mean guy or whatever looks around the room. He doesn't know how to get out. So he starts taking like a hammer to the wall. And then someone's like, um, there's a door like right there. <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. Just like just being aware of instead of fighting through like feeling through it because 
there's so many times in my life where I'm like, oh, I need to make this happen. And then it's literally like, but there's like a door right there. Like you don't have to like try to push through this wall and you could just go through the door, right? But it's having to be able to have the awareness available to you to look around and experience everything and see where you want to go and how you want to make the decision moving forward instead of just like hustling through it. Yeah. 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 And, and also if there isn't a door, right? Cause we, yeah. we like to believe that there's always a door. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there isn't a door and when there isn't a door or, or in general, mm-hmm. you don't need to do anything. Like I think when you dig deep Ooh. and you really learn to take off these masks you, you really reach this deeper realization. You don't need to do anything. You don't owe anything to anyone, not even to yourself. You don't need to do anything. Now, this is just getting way too deep. And, and like, I love it. I'm like, mic drop. Yeah, keep but, going. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying this is deep because if, if someone didn't do the work of digging, of digging, if someone didn't do the work of listening to themselves and, and honoring what they're feeling, and learning to experience a, a wide variety of emotions from being playful and foolish and, and childish mm-hmm. to being angry and, and sad, then you, you won't, what saying, what I'm saying, uh, saying what I said, what will just sound. It won't make uh, sense. Cool. It'll, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, will, it will sound cool, but, yeah. but you won't really know how to connect that to reality. So, so first of all, start, start digging. That's the, mm-hmm. the first step. Do that work first. Mm, that was so good, but I love exactly what you said. That was so, just so good. So we could talk for hours about this, but oh, <laughs> where, yeah. oh, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, so where is your favorite place to hang out? Where can people like binge on your content? If they are obsessed with the way that you're speaking about this, how can they find you? What's the easiest place that you love to hang out in? I will say two places. Uh, the first, if you want the more professional, deep talks, deep interviews like this, I would send you to my Facebook page, Simple mm-hmm. Yitz Goldberg. Um, I have their amazing interviews with brilliant coaches and therapists that go so deep into our psychology that every time I finish an interview, I'm like, oh my God, I have so much more work to do. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and at the same time, I love hanging out on Instagram. I love showing the behind the scenes, but remember my Instagram is, is the behind the scenes. It's not the highlights. Uh, it, it, sorry. It's the highlights. It's not, <laughs> it's not my real um, daily life. And I would, I would recommend both of them because it will give you a, a more interesting balance uh, between good, valuable uh, professional content and just seeing me being a normal human being. I love that. I was just, when you're like in my Instagram, just remember, and I was like, then it's all bullshit. But I'm like, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, it's so funny though, because I, I'm just going to, every time I see someone on a beach now, I'm just going to think of that. And be like, right, Danielle, they're not always on a beach. They're not. Nope. Maybe they are. I don't maybe. know. You check. Maybe, maybe they are. <laughs> fact check. I'll fact check this first. Um, and then I'll- I'm definitely not. Most of my days <laughs> I'm in, in therapy sessions, uh, helping people, or that that's that's just me trying to be cool. I also watch tons of YouTube videos and and watched way too much Netflix in the past uh, in the past few months. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom on the podcast. I'm so excited to get this out. And yeah, just thank you for being yourself. 
awesome. Uh, I thank myself for being myself as well. And uh, thank you. And thank you uh, for having me. This was fun, to be honest. I really enjoyed this. So thank you for having me. I hope you love, love, loved that episode. You want to come hang out with me a little bit more and maybe talk some more leadership, love, and unfiltered voice, then you can go ahead and find me on social media at Danny Driuso. And I would love for you to come join me in my private Facebook community. This is where the conversation continues, okay? So I'm always in there giving you guys live trainings and information and just making sure that you guys are fully supported in your business life and leadership. Okay. It's a totally free Facebook community and you can find the link below in the show notes to come join me there. And I would love, love, love for you guys to leave me a review if you feel so moved to and let me know how you are loving these episodes. Okay. And maybe who you want to see on next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Unleash Your Voice podcast and go be bright, be bold, and be you.